Today's daf is Kedushin Dav Chof Ches, and we are two lines from the bottom of Dav Chof Zayin Omnid Beis Ashkechon Soito. Today's daf is being learned as a schus refor shalema for Yosi Ben Rachel. So we're in the middle of the sugya of Gilgul Shvuah. So how did we get into Gilgul Shvuah? The Mishnah and Chavav Ahmed Aleph discussed how one acquires karka and how one acquires metaltalin. The chasim sheish lamachrayis are niknin bekeset b'shtar bechazaka. The chasim sheein lamachrayis are niknin b'meshicha. Then the Mishnah said that if one is acquiring karka and metaltalin, he can make a kinyan on the karka and b'derech agav. Be kinda the metaltalin as well. In other words, there's an idea where one can acquire nechasin she'ein lehem via acquiring nechasin she'yesh lehem achrayis. Said the Mishnah, me'inyan le'inyan ba'oseinyan. You find sometimes the musig of agav in the reverse. How so? In the parish of Gilgal Shvuah, midday raisa, a person only swears on a tfiyah of metaltalin, on karka not. However, if there was a tfiyah of karka and metaltalin, zoikikin asanachasin sheyesh lehem achrayis, lishav agav, the fact that this person's already swearing because of the metaltalin, he would swear because of the karka as well. This idea of zoikikin es is what we know as Gilgal Shvur, meaning, ordinarily, for a Tfiya of Karka, there is no Chiyav Shvur. However, if a person's already swearing because of a Tfiya of Metatalin, what's known as Gilgal Shvur, this person can now be Chayav to swear for a Tfiya's Karka as well. And the question is, the Gemara said, it's a very, very big Chiddush, and a Chiddush like this has to have a source. And the Gemara said that the Makar is, it's learned out from the parish of Saita. We know that one of the many, many, many halachas that govern the Saita is the Saita had a swear. Now, she never uttered the Shvua by herself. The Kayun was Mashpiah. She would say, Amen, Kala'ayna, Amen, Achra Shvua, Kamaitzi Shvua, Mipiv Dami. Now, when the Kaya was mashpiah. She didn't just say amen once, but rather she said amen twice. And the Mishnah said, "Why did she say amen twice? You hear a bracha, you say amen once. Why did the Saita say amen twice?" And the Mishnah gives a whole bunch of reasons. But what emerges from the Mishnah is that when the husband was mashpiah, his wife, or the Kayan was mashpiah, this woman that she's innocent and that no avera took place as a result of the kinoy and stira. She didn't only swear that no Avera took place via this incident, but she would swear that at no point during her life or during the term of her marriage with this husband did she ever do an Avera. Now, the husband had no ability to be her to anything beyond the Xeris HaKasav of the Torah, the Kinyan Stira. However, once she's swearing already, based on what the Torah said, that she's mechuyev to swear for, al yidei gilgul shvua, she swears more generally as well. Either way, says the Gemara, you want to know the makar to gilgul shvua, it's learned out from the parasha of Saita. Zok the Gemara, ashkechan Saita de Isura. From the parasha of Saita, we can 
learn the concept of Gilgal Shvua, but only when it's a Shaila of Isser Vahedr. And how do you know that the same is true when it comes to Dine Mominus? In other words, the parasha of Saita has an idea of Gilgal Shvua. However, it's a parasha of Isser Vahedr. Now, there are monetary ramifications of the parasha of Saita. Saita loses her ksuba, but the core parasha is a parasha of not Dine Mominus, but rather, is she mutter to her husband? Is she officer to her husband? Is she going to live? Is she going to die? It's a sugya of Isavahetar. When you're dealing with a Shvuas Maidab and Vixas, for example, you're dealing with Dine Mominus. The laws of Isavahetar and the laws of Dine Mominus are not one and the same. So says the Gemara that just because I have a Makar to Gilgul Shvu when it comes to Saita, which is a parish of Isura, that shouldn't necessarily mean that the same would be true for Mammon. So says the Gemara, still, how do I know Gilgul Shvu by Mammon? Tanid Rabbi Shmuel and the Yeshiva Rabbi Shmuel, they would answer this question in the following way. They said, Kalvachaymer. I learned it from Saita, and not only did I learn it from Saita, I know it Kalvachaymer from Saita. What's the Kalvachaymer? If you would have a Saita where there's an eight echad saying, Kinevistira, would she swear or would she not swear? No. The parish of Saita requires two aid him. If all you have is an eight echad, now, now the truth is, it's the first mission of Masech Tesayit, the Machloikis, Rabbi and Rabbi Yeshua. Two versions of what the Machloikis, Rabbi and Rabbi Yeshua are. The Stam Mishnah on Daf Beis and Aleph, and the Braisa on Daf Beis and Beis. But we Paskin like Rabbi Yeshua, that Sai Kinu Sai Stira required two Edim. So the only time you're ever going to have the Shvu of Saita is if there's two Edim. Momen Shenitnli Tavabedechad, as opposed to Dinim Ominous, where you find sometimes someone will have to swear based on the testimony of an Edechad. In Edin So certainly there should be a parish of Gilgoshua. Now, where do you find that a person swears for an Edechad? That's one of the three Shvuas Dairaisa. If somebody goes over to his friend and he says, you owe me money, he says, I have no idea who you are. And then he pulls out an Eid Echad that says that you owe him money. The Allah is, he's chayish So said, Tanit that you want to know how we know Gilgul Shvu, we learn a Kabbalah from Saita. Madach Saita, an Eid Echad can't be Mechayish Shvu. Yet there's a parish of Gilgul Shvu. So certainly, Dine Mominus, where an Eid Echad could be Mechayish Shvu, there should be a parish of Gilgul Shvu. Zokti Gemara, however, I have another Ha'ar, and that is Ashkechem Bevadai, Sophic Minon. So I can learn that just like there's a parasha of Gilgul Shvua by Saita, so, so too any time somebody is Toivea, somebody else uh, Shvua, if he's coming with a Tainas Vadai, that's something he should be able to do. However, Suffolk Minolan says the Gemara, how do you know that if somebody doesn't have a Tainas Vadai, but he has a, a tzad that maybe somebody owes him money. How do you know that even in such a case, he could be mashpia him via Gilgul Shvua? So what would be a case? So Rashi says, the case is we have two partners. And one partner doesn't trust the other partner. So you can't go over to him in the morning and tell him, you know, I don't trust you. Swear that you're not stealing from me. However, al yidei Gilgul Shvua, you can. But that's a little bit more of a mechudish to Gilgul Shvua. Because you're being megalgal a Shvua where all you have is a tiny suffix. Now, the Gemara's kasha is, if the Makar is soita, then ashkechem vadai, all I should know is that if you have a tiny vadai, you should be able to be mashpia. However, if all you have is a tiny suffix, maybe not. Now, Rashi asks the obvious question. Soita itself, the husband, the Kayan, it's coming me Tainas Vada? Of course not. It's coming me Kayak Safik. If you knew whether she was 
guilty or innocent, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. So really, every soita is the case of Suffolk. And if that's the case, how could you tell me that from soita I only see where there's a tainas vadai, I don't see where there's a tainas Suffolk, I ain't Rashi, but either way, the Gemara says, Tanya, Reb Shem Ba'yichoyi, Reb Shem Ba'yichoyi said the answer to this question is as follows. Nemr Shvua B'chotz, Nemr Shvua B'fnim. You find Shvua B'chotz, and you find Shvua B'fnim. Meaning, there's a concept of a Shvua that takes place at a person, like your regular Shvua Smaita B'mixas. And then you have the Shvua B'fnim, which is the Shvua that took place by the just like regarding the Shvur Bifnim, you find this idea of Safik Havadai. We don't make the distinction between Safik and Vadai. Just like over there, you find that same is going to be true as it relates to a Shvur Bachotz. There's going to be no difference between a Safik and a Vadai. And therefore, just like you could be Mashpia Bivadai, you could be Mashpia Bisafik as well. So the bottom line is. After an omidah and a half of Gemara, what's the Makar to Gilgal Shvua? The Makar to Gilgal Shvua is the parish of Saita. The Gemara thought that maybe you can't learn from Saita. Number one, Saita is Iser. It's not Mammon. The Gemara says if you find Gilgal Shvua by Iser, Kavu you find it by Mammon. Another problem the Gemara had was that maybe Saita is Vadai, and we know Gilgal Shvua works even in So how could you learn Gilgal Shvua in Misafik? And on that we say that, no, just like by Saita, there's no chilik between Tzafik and Vadai, so too as it relates to all Gilgal Shvur, there's not going to be a chilek between Tzafik and Vadai. Zavkimad, Heichon Gilgal Shvur. How far does Gilgal Shvur work? Meaning, someone owes somebody a Shvur. So, through Gilgal Shvur, you could stop being Mashpia him, other things as well. Is there a shear? Is there a limit? What, you can make him swear anything? So, Amar Rav, Yudam HaRav, Yudas, in the name of Rav, the Amale, he could even tell him, You could even make the person swear that you're not my Eved. Meaning, swear that I don't own you. Says the Gemara, if a person goes over to somebody and frivolously says, You're my Evet, without any proof, that person that said Avdiyata is going to be put in here. Meaning, let me buy the person shouldn't have to swear that I'm not your Evet, but for even being Taiveya and suggesting that maybe I'm your Evet. The joke's on you. You're going to be in chayr. What's the makar to this? The tanya we went to the price of kurt chaveri eved. If somebody calls his friend eved, eved kanani, that is yehei ben nidoi, he gets put in chayr. Mamzer. If somebody calls his friend a mamzer, soivikas arbam, he gets malchus. Russia. If somebody calls his friend a Russia, yoyredim aluchayev. If he wants, he can mamish be yoyredim aluchayev, make his life miserable. What does that mean? So Rashi says mutalis noisite. What it means is he's allowed to hate him. Not just that. Meaning ordinarily you're not allowed to hate another Jew, but over here you can hate him. The aflim ma'it parnas. And you're allowed to chepa with his parnasa. Very interesting halacha. But the bottom line is, what do you see from here? That if somebody calls his friend an eved, so you can't tell me that you have a right to be mashbia someone that I'm not your eved. If you, again, without proof, suggest that somebody might be your Evet, then you're going to be put in Cheir. So Rava said it a little bit differently. He tweaked what Rav Yudam Rav said. Meaning, not that you're not allowed to do. But he swear that you aren't sold to me as an Evet Ivri. That's not the halacha of Akar the Chavere Evet Nidoi. That's a regular Tfiyas Mamin, and that's the Chiddush. At Heichon Gilgul Shvur, you could even do that. But the Gemara says, why is that a Chiddush? Meaning, why would you think that that's different? At Heichon Gilgul Shvur, it sounds like we're testing the limits here. We're coming up with some super duper Chiddush. Why is this such a Chiddush? If I can, through Gilgal Shvua, make you swear 
anything, why can I make you swear this? The Gemara says, Rav Now, the reason Rav said this is because Rav Lashitasa, in his world, this is really a Chedesh. Rav Rav said, Evid Ivri, Gufai Kanui. Rav said this earlier in the Sugi of Avadah, that in Evid Ivri, although he's a Sachar of the Torah says, but Gufai Kanui. That's why he needs to get Shekher, but Gufai Kanui. And being that it's Gufai Kanui, so he is the possession of his master, it's for that reason there's a chiddush. So the Gemara says, why does that make it any more of a chiddush? Ihochi, meaning, I could hear that maybe the reason would be is because now we treat the person like karka. Machaychis, we know that avodim ahukshu likarkois. If an Evid Ivri is gufay kanui, okay, so maybe an Evid Ivri is also like karka. Meaning that's like the most I can take out of Rav Letameh that he holds Eved Ivri's Gufay Kaneh. But the Gemara's Kach is, even if that's true, he's Karka, we know already that this Gilgul Shvor by Karka, that was Dachta Mishnah. What was the whole point of the Mishnah? Just like this Agav in Kenyon and Metaltolin to Karka, so too this Agav in Shvur, Karka to Metaltolin. So, Hechtsens, what you walked away with is that in Rav's world, in Eved Ivri is like Karka. Okay, but we already know that this Gilgul Shvor by Karka. But the Gemara says, no, there is still a little bit of a Chiddush Ma'al Tatema. I would have thought Karka, who Davidi Inchi, the Mazavni Betsinna. Karka people usually sell Betsinna. Send Isnit, the Zav, and Leslie Kala. Just because Karka traded hands doesn't necessarily mean people are going to know about it. Doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be a call. So from the fact that you're being today as somebody, you're telling him you owe me Karka and no one knows what you're talking about, that's not a reyes on the taina. But hi, when it comes to an Evid Ivri, Misa Dezav and Kala is, right? you would have thought that there would be a call because when an Evid Ivri trades hands, that already makes noise. So you would have thought that the fact that no one knows about it, that in and of itself is a raya that what you're saying is not true. Kamash Malon, that's the Chiddush, that there's a parish of Gilgoshfua, even for a taina of Eved Ivri, Atta, you're my Eved Ivri, why is that a Chiddush? This last Gemara. I would have thought that there would have been a coil if it was true, and being that there is no coil, it's a riot. It's not true, Kamash Malon, that there's Gilgoshfua, even on that. Either way, this concludes the first part of today's daf which dealt with the halachas of Gilgal Shvuas. Oh, the Mishnah Vaita. Again, we're going through Gemaras that are oimdim berumay shal oilamamish. Kol ha-nasadomim ba'achar. Says the Mishnah. Anything that is quote-unquote nasadomim ba'achar. What does this mean? The Gemara is going to have three pshatim, what this might mean. Kivin shezachazeh, nischayiv zeh bechalifah. As soon as one person is zoicha in this Nasadam and Ba'achar, whatever that is, the other person becomes Chayiv B'chalifav. Ketzad, what's an example of this? Hichlev Shar B'paru. If two people decide to swap a Shar for a Paru, Oich Hamar B'Shar, Kivin Shazach Hazeh. As soon as one is Zoycha and the Shar and the Paru, the Hamar, the Sen is Chayiv B'chalifav, the other person is going to be Chayiv B'chalifav. So this Mishnah is very, very soft song. It's Enoi Oimer Eler Dershuni. In short, what the Mishnah is saying is that there's something called Kenyan Chalipet. So in the world of all the different Kenyanim, coming to an end here, so one of the Kenyanim is the Kenyan of Chalipet. So has Chalipet work? The way Chalipet works is, Reuven wants to acquire something from Shimon. The way you acquire something is by making a Kenyan. Reuven gives something to Shimon. Shimon takes that thing from Reuven. He does Meshicha. And when he does that, Reuven is zoichen, this thing that he wants to be kind of. Now, Kenyan Chalipin is similar to Kenyan Kasef, but it's not the same thing. First of all, the way Kenyan Kasef works is that you would be giving the value of the thing that you're acquiring. 
King Chalipin doesn't require that this item that the moicher is going to be moichich be worth whatever it is that the lekeach is buying. It could be a suder. It could be something that is even pachas mishavaputa, like the Gemara says in Kedush and Dav Gemo. Isha bepachas mishavaputa lemekanya nafsha. That's why Isha is not nicknes bechalipin. But the point is, it just has to be an item, some sort of chayfitz. As soon as the moicher takes it, the lekeach automatically gets whatever it is that he's trying to be kind of. Now, to be clear, chalipin could be with two things that are shava b'shava, doesn't matter. So that's not for now. We're going to learn the very, very, very brief version of the sugya of Chalipa now. The longer version is in Parakazov. But the bottom line is that there is a concept called Chalipin. Now, the Makarta Chalipin is a Pasuk in Ksufin. It's a Pasuk in Rus. The Pasuk says, V'zois l'fanu b'Yisrael ala gu'ula v'ala t'mura l'kayim kol davar sholaf ish n'alei v'nasan l'reyeyu v'zois ha-tu'uda b'Yisrael. That Pasuk is describing a transaction that seemed to have been very, very common where sholaf ish n'alei, it sounds like chalitza, v'nasan l'reyeyu. You take your shoe off, you give it to your friend and by doing that, there's a Kenyan taking place. What Kenyan was the Pasuk describing in Rus? So it was describing the Kenyan of Chalipin. And you see from there that Chalipin could happen with a shoe. In other words, it could happen with a keili. That you see for sure. The question is, does Chalipin have to be done with a keili? And that's the backdrop of this next Gemara that we're going to learn. So for example, could you use a fruit? Can you use tfua? It's not a keili. I mean, Hatzad Nashav is the both Shav Kesef, but a keili is a keili is a keili. So can I use a peri or not? What about money? Could money be used for Chalipin or could money not be used for Chalipin? So our Mishnah was telling us some Chiddush related to Chalipin. What exactly that Chiddush is, is unclear. As we mentioned, there's going to be three Mahalchim in the course of the brief Gemara that we're going to learn. And the Mahalchim are going to play into this idea, and that is in the Pasik and Rus, Chalipin is happening with a keli, it's happening with a shoe. Does it have to be that way? What about a fruit? What about money? That's what's happening here. So again, what did the Mishnah say? Kol kiven So, if something is nasa domin ba'achar, that works for chalipin. And then the Mishnah gives an example of this very, very cryptic statement. So I'm not sure what nasa domin ba'achar means when you start the Gemara, right? But sometimes the mashal helps you. What's the mashal? There's uh, some switcheroo between a shar and a para and between a chamar and a shar. So that should give us a little bit of insight into what exactly might be happening. What's the chalipin that the Mishnah is talking about? When it says, and what is this? Not the basic law of chalipin. It's some chiddush in chalipin. What is that? It says the Gemara Matbeya. Probably what it means is money. And that's what domin usually means, right? So if you're using money as chalipin, that works. As soon as the moicher makes a kinyan on the money, so now the person who's acquiring the kind of the legech is going to get whatever he's trying to get. Now, this would explain the Chiddush of the Mishnah. The Chiddush of the Mishnah is that money can be used as chalipin. Again, why is it a Chiddush? 
It's a Chiddush for two reasons. Number one, the Pasuk says a shoe. It doesn't say anything about money. And also we know Mois is not kindness. And Rashi speaks this out a few times in the course of the Sugya. The Chiddush here would be that even though Mois is not kindness, it's only not kindness if you're going to Beteris Kenya Kasev. But if my Nusach is, I don't want to be kinder with Kasev. I want to be kinder with Chalip and I'm punk using money as my proverbial shoe. Then that in itself would work. But the Gemara says, if that's the case, you can prove from here, Matbe is Nasa Chalipin. Um, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, no, don't prove from here, Matbe is Nasa Chalipin, because Matbe is not Nasa Chalipin. Okay, so if that's the case, what does the mission mean when it's Nes Kalanasa Domin Ba'achar Kivan Chazoch Zen is Chayv Zeb Chalifov? Hachi Karma, this is the way you have to read it. Kalanishoim Domin Ba'achar Kivan Chazoch Zen is Chayv Chalipin. It means that if a person wants to use Shava Kasef, for Chalipin. And where do you see that? Something that would need to be assessed. It would have to be determined how much it's worth. Something like that. Meaning it's Shavakasev. Money doesn't need an assessment. You look at the dollar bill and you see what it says. But something that requires some sort of Shuma that could be used. And what then is the Chiddush? The Chiddush is that it doesn't have to be again a shoe, it doesn't have to be a keli, but even if it's tfu, if it's a peri, as long as it's some form of shavakas, if that would work. So you see a Chiddush, but not to the extent that we thought, not matbeya nasachalipin. What you see from here is, is that shavakas is nasachalipin. So I'll prove to you that that's what the Mishnah means. Why? Because the Mishnah explained itself. The Mishnah said Ketzad. It said something very hard to understand, but then there was a whole beer. It's pretty obvious that we don't mean money. Because if you mean money, how could the mushal be? Ashar and Apara. If what we're trying to say is it doesn't have to be a keli. Okay, very good. Ashar and Apara is not a keli. But if what we're trying to say is money, then the Ketzad wouldn't make any sense. So from the Ketzad, that's a Dekanami, that the Mishnah, when it says Domin, doesn't mean money, but it means something that's Nisha and something that has, whose value has to be assessed. So according to the Gemara, right? The Gemara thought that Domin means literally money. My Ketzad had it understand the Ketzad. So the Gemara says you have to do like a chasure machzor. I mean, not literally, but you have to add a little bit of language. Hachi kama. This is the way you read the Mishnah. Kol anasadamim works for chalipin. Not just that, peiros nami avdi chalipin. This is what we're adding. Not only money, but peiros as well. Ketzad, what would be an example of peiros working? Hichlith basa shar bepara. Oy basa chamar bishar. If somebody would swap the meat of a para for the meat of a shar, kivin shazachazen is chay bechalipin. As long as one is zaycha, the other person would be chay bechalipin. Incidentally, Rashi says, why do we have to switch to Basar Chamar or Basar Shar? What would be wrong if we just said Chamar Vishar? Rashi says, Enochinami Vikolshikin Shar Chai the Odav Tve. The Domi Leklish and the Shtam Shambai. We want to say even a bigger Chiddush. A regular Shar is more similar to a Kaili. A Kaili. Right? In the olden days, your car was your animal. So, kalim and animals are more similar than food and kalim are. So, to bring out the Chiddush, we're just saying that it could even be the, the boss of a shar, a boss of a chamar, but certainly it's lavdafka. So, according to Rav Yehuda, what does the Mishnah mean when it says, but it means is that you can use Shavakasnev, you could use even a peri. And again, why is that a chiddish? Because the Pasuk says a keli. So, mechatesi a peri. Kamash malon, you could even use a fruit. That's all good according to Rav Sheshes. Who taka holds in the sugis of chalipin? That peri is avdi chalipin. But according to Rav Nachman, that holds that peri. So, avdi chalipin. So, my yikilam eimer. That can't be pshad either. So, what does the Mishnah 
mean when it says kol anasadam? Matbeya, matbeya is not nasachalipin. Doesn't mean Paris. Good. That's if you hold like Rav Sheshin, Paris is not chalipin. But if you hold like Rav Nachman, what then is pshat? So the Gemara says hachi kamar a third pshat. What the Mishnah means to say is something completely different, and that is yesh domin shehein kichalipin. There are times where you can use money like chalipin, and from Rashi it seems that really. Not that the Mishnah is describing Kenyan Chalipin, but there are times that you can acquire something with Kenyan Kasef. It's Kechalipin, as we're about to see. But really what it is, is Kenyan Kasef. Mar says, Kate, how does this work? Hechlif demei shar bepara, oi demei chamar b'shar. So the case is where Ruvain sold Shimin uh, Shar. So Ruvain had a shar and he sold it to Shimon. Shimon did Meshicha, but Shimon didn't pay for it. And Ruvain's trying to get money from Shimon and Kesef Minoa. Then Ruvain goes to Shimon and he says, you know what, I know you have a para. Let me buy my, your para from you. Shimon says, no problem, I'll sell you my para. You have to give me money. He says, you know what, you owe me money because you never paid for the shar. So in lieu of the payment for the shar, with that money, let me go now and let me acquire your para. Zok the Mishnah, that works. And that is what the Mishnah is saying. You know what that means? Read the Ketzan. What's the Hichlev Shar Bepara? Where somebody had sold a, a Shar and he hadn't received the money for it yet. So he went to the buyer and he bought from him his para and he used the money that was owed in order to make his payment and like this he was kind. What's the Chiddush over here? The Chiddush is, is that without actually being, doing any Kenyan on the para, the Meicher of the Shar, who's the Lekeach of the para, ends up acquiring the para and he acquires it via Kenyan Kasef. So though ordinarily Kasef does not work when it comes to Metatlan, but in this case, the Kasef is going to work. And that's what the Mishnah means when it says, Kol Anasidam means there's a Hechatimtza where you can acquire something with Kenyan Kasef. And although ordinarily Kenyan Kasef doesn't work, but in this situation, Kenyan Kasef is going to work. Now the question is, why does Kenyan Kasef work? If ordinarily... Mois says, not kindness. Why over here would it be different? So the Gemara says, my time. Oh. So the Gemara says, like Rabbi Yochanan. The reason is because Rabbi Nachman, who's going to learn the Mishnah this way, holds like Rabbi Yochanan. The Amar Dvar Torah, Mois kindness. Holds that really, Midai Raisa, Mois is always supposed to be kindness. So not Amar Mashiach kindness. Why the Chazal say that you can't be kindness with Talpulin with Kesev? You need to have a Mashiach Xerus Shem Yoimerlein, this Ruchitach of Aliyah. It's all because of Xerus Chazal. Because we were afraid. Right, what was the Xerah? The Xerah was that if Moyes is kindness, what happens if somebody buys something from somebody and he never did Meshicha on it? He just paid for it. And by paying for it, it belongs to Loikech. Now, in the meantime, because he did the Meshicha, it's in the warehouse of the Moicher. And then a fire is going to break out in the uh, attic of the Moicher. The Moicher is not going to be incentivized to save it because it's not his anyways. So, Xerah, Shema Yoimru, so Chazal said that Moish shouldn't be kindness. But here's the bottom line. Rabbi Yechonon's Midei Raisa Moish is kindness. It's only Midei Rabbanon that it's not kind Here's the punchline. Milsa the Shechich of Gazer Bar Habanon. Milsa the Loish Shechich of Gazer Bar Habanon. The only time the Rabbanon would go to that Moish shouldn't be 
Lainez, if it's a Milsa the Shricha, but if it's a Milsa the Shricha, the Gazo Be'erabanan, and in this case, where it's a Milsa the Shricha to buy with Kesef in this funny case, so in that case, it's going to work. So the bottom line is, what does the Mishnah mean in the third Mahalach? We don't mean King Chalipin, we mean King Kesef. I, I thought Kesef never works when it comes to Metalplin. According to Rabbi Yochanan, it really does work. It's only Midrabanan because of Ixera. And if you have a Hechatimsa, where it's a Milsa Doi Shrecha, in that case, it's not going to be a problem. So just to make a Sikok. Kalanase Domen Ba'achar, Kivet Shazachazen, Eschai Zebe Chalifa. Gemara had three suggestions what this might mean. Either what it means is that Kalanase Domen, if you give money and you use that as Chalipin, use that as your proverbial shoe, that works. And the second Mahalach was that we don't mean money, but we mean kalanishan domim. We mean shavakasev. And the Chiddush is that it doesn't have to be a keli, but even food or fruit or whatever it is, even that's going to work. The third Mahalach is the Mishnah is not talking about kinyin chalipin. We're talking about something that works like chalipin, but really it's kinyin kasev. I thought kinyin kasev doesn't work. In this situation, we're not physically giving the money, but you're using. Uh, 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 an outstanding chayv of sorts as your vehicle for kasef. In that case, kinyin kasef is going to work. And the reason kinyin kasef is going to work in that case is because it's most of the I'm going to Rabbi Yochan and then holds dvar Torah mois kindness. Okta gemara ul reishlakish tamem meshicha mufreshes menat Torah. Going to reishlakish that holds that midday raisa only meshicha works. Meaning, reishlakish is the one that argues with Rabbi Yochan. He holds there's no such thing that midday raisa mois is kindness by metaltolin. Mois is not kindness even midday raisa only meshichas. So how's he going to learn the Mishnah? Slimar says, Honey, he's so like Rav Sheshes, Dama Paris, Abdi Chalib, and Mishlam. It feels like Rav Sheshes, that Paris is Abdi Chalib, and Batarit's Rav Sheshes. So like Rav Sheshes, which was the second Mahalach in the Mishnah. El Isav, like Rav Nachman, Dama Paris, Abdi Chalib, but if he was like Rav Nachman, that Paris, Abdi Chalib, Umat Beyo, like Gadi. And we already said Mat is also doesn't work. But my Mike, how's he going to learn the Mishnah? Strike one, strike two, strike three. You can't learn the first Mahalach because Mat can't be used for Chalib. You can't use the second Mahalach if he holds like. Rev Nachman, because Paris is like Abdi Chalipin. And you can't tell me that Moise is kindness, because he holds Moise is not kindness. It only worked in Rabbi Yochanan, that Midday Raisa Moise is kindness, only Midrabana, not, oh, Muslim Lechik, like Gazim Rabbana. But according to Rishlokish, even Midday Raisa Moise is not kindness. So the third Pshat of the Mishnah is not even going to work. So I hear. Meaning, al karcha k'rav sheishes fairly. You have to say also k'rav sheishes that peira is abdi chalipin, and because peira is abdi chalipin, so therefore he could learn the second mahalach in the mishnah. One ha'ara that we're not going to talk about now is that the way the gemara learned the mishnah aliba the rav yochanan aliba the rav nachman was. That what the Mishnah means when it says is that there is a hechatimza where a person could buy something mitalpolin with kasef. Meaning, although ordinarily kasef minolon is isha nektes bekasef evidivri amivria evet knani shevcha knanis the chosim sheish b'machrayis mitalpolin only with agav, but regular mitalpolin you can't buy with kasef. But there is a hechatimza. Where you could, and that is if it would be like case. What was the case? It was a little bit of a hard case where somebody had sold something to someone, that someone didn't pay yet, and he's trying to collect, and then that Lekeach sells something back to the Meicher, and instead of the Lekeach Shemi, who was the originally the Meicher paying, he basically says, you know, you owe me money anyways, let's call it even. Now, Lechura in the world of Lumbus, that transaction is what we would refer to as someone who's buying something with a milva. 
And Makshimach Reinim, if that's the case, there's a Mufurish Gemara on Daf Mem Zayin Amar Aleph. We mentioned this in the raid on Daf Zayin. And that is that the Gemara says, just like in Makadash B'milva, in a Mekudashes, so too if somebody wants to buy something with a Milva, you can't buy anything with a Milva either. L'chura, this would seem to be a Mufurish Gemara where you can buy something with a Milva. Mufurish Gemara. Mufurish Gemara, not that way. So if you remember, we spoke out an epic Avni Maluim where the emphasis, the Ramam Sheet is not that way. The Ramam Sheet is that a Makadash B'milva in a Mekudashes, but if somebody wants to buy something with a Milva Mekudashes, and everyone, the Magid Mishtof and Art, already is Matmiya, that the Ramam seems to be Keneged a Mufurish Gemara, where the Gemara said that just like Makadash B'milva in a Mekudashes, so too if you want to buy something with a Milva in a Mekudashes. Avni Maluim said a Niflodigit Mahalach. It's depending on what the Makar is, that Isha's nickness is based on Rashi and the above on the days, Ayn Shom. But the Achroinim say that, Poshet, Yesh Loimah, the Rambam's Makar was this Gemara. Meaning it's true, there's a sugya on Dafim Zayin of Aleph where it's Mefurish, that if Makadash Milva Zayin of Mekudash is sold to, if you buy something with a Milva, the Kenyan is not going to be a Kenyan. But we do have this Gemara that we just learned. And this Gemara is Mefurish, not that way. The Rambam's Makar was this Gemara. This would be a Yishuf to Yen Rambam. Either way, one more Mishnah. As we get really, really close to some fun daffin coming up over the next few days. It's up to Mishnah. Rishus ha-gevoya b'kesef, v'rishus ha-hedyit b'chazaka. What does this mean? Although mois is not kindness when it comes to metaltalin, that's only true when you're dealing with a hedyit. However, when you're dealing with hektish, rishus ha-gevoya, even for metaltalin, is b'kesef. For a shusa hedid, however, when it comes to a hedid, it's bechazaka, and Rashi says chazaka over here doesn't mean chazaka, but what it means is meshicha, a little confusing. Right? If you use the word chazaka and you mean meshicha and you're learning the sugi of kinyanim, definitely throws you for a loop. But Rashi says the word chazaka doesn't mean chazaka, what it really means is meshicha. Another halacha, mirasa ligvaya, kimisirasa lahedid. If somebody wants to be makna something over to hektish, you don't have to make a kinyan. All you need to do is say the words, amirasa ligvaya, that is the equivalent of mesir lahedid. That elaborates on this Mishnah. So the Mishnah said, What does that even mean? The Gizbar. So he is the person who's in charge of all the financial dealings of Akdish. So if he gives money to purchase a Behemoth, even if the Behemoth is on the other side of the world, Hektish is going to be the Behemoth. Why? Because Kesef works. When it comes to hektish, ubehedit. However, if a hedit would want to acquire a behemoth like it wouldn't work. unless he does a proper kinyan, he does mishicha keitzad. What's an example of amirah gvarim and sirul hedit? Somebody says, I want this shor to be not bias hektish. I want this house to be hektish. I feel the Even if the shor or the bias is on the other side of the world, kana it's going to be kind of a hedit like But as it relates to Hedyet, over there you would have to do Mashiach and you would have to do Chazaka. Rashi says, why are we talking about Mashiach and Chazaka? Because we're talking about a Shar and a bias. So the Shar requires Mashiach and the bias requires Chazaka. Moving along, in the price of Moshchidamana, what would be if Hektish is selling something to a Hedyet? And the Hedyet went and he did Mashiach. And when he did Meshicha on this item that he's buying, the item was worth a month. So his pick left and he didn't get a chance to pay the money. Until it went up in value. So again, Hektish and Hedyid are doing a transaction. Hektish is going to sell something to Hedyid. 
the head it went and he did Meshicha, but he didn't pay for it yet. When he did Meshicha, it was worth a mana. It comes time to pay, it's worth Masayim. So what's the Shaila? The Shaila is you pay a mana, that's when you did Meshicha. Who do you pay Masayim? Says the price, it's very easy. Noisna Masayim. You give Masayim. My time. Well, what's the reason that you give Masayim? Because the Pasuk says, Because it says that the way Kinyana worked by Akdish is with money. I mean that the way Kinyana worked by Akdish is with money. So Moyes is kindness. So at the time that you paid the money, it was worth Masayim. That's what you're going to have to pay. It's true by head yet. Once you do Mashiach, it's yours already. So if it goes up afterwards and before you pay, it doesn't matter. Because once you do Mashiach, you own it. But when it comes to Hektish, nobody it's totally in what it's worth at the time that you pay the money. What would be the reverse? Mashiach bin Masayim. Let's say a person, again, he's buying something from Hektish. When he did Mashiach, it was worth 200. For like his pickle of dice, he had And then when it came time to pay, it was worth a mana. So you give Masayim or do you give mana? Over here, it's nice and Masayim. You give Masayim. Now, this is a Chiddish. Why are you giving. Masayin. By the time you paid, it was worth a mana. You did Mashiach of the Masayin, but Mashiach is not Kaina. Mois is Kaina. My time is not Kaina. Because we can't have that Hedid would be more Chama than Hektish. Hektish can't be worse off than a Hedid. And if then this same situation would happen with two Hedyoites, what would be the Allah? You would have to pay the Masayin. So if that's the case with Hedid, that would have to be the case with Hektish as well. What would be Padai the Masayin? Where someone again, he's buying something from Hektish, but he didn't do the Mashiach, here he paid the money. So he gave $200 for it. And by the time he came to do the Mashiach, it was worth the money. So it's easy. You have to stay with the Messiah. Meaning, again, if this was a Hedid, you gave the money, but you didn't do Mashiach until it went down in value. You could take your money back. But being that with Hektish, Moyes is kindness. So over here, if at the time you paid, it was worth Masayim, you're going to deal with Masayim. My time, you're not on the Kasef Because, again, Moyes is kindness, you work with whatever the Kasef was, or whatever it was worth at the time that you gave the Kasef. This is a little bit of a curveball. What would be if you gave the money at a time that it was worth a mana? For like, his But by the time you did Meshicha, it was worth Masayim. So, what would you think the halacha should be? If you were Padai B'mana, and then by the time you did Meshicha, it was worth Masayim. So you would say that Mi'ikaradin, you paid a mana, so it should be a mana. But being that if this was Hedyet, you would look at the Shas Meshicha, and at the Shas Meshicha was Masayim, you should have to pay Masayim. Zok to Gemari, that's not what the halacha is. Masha Padai Padai, Te'inoisen Alamana. In this case, you go with the Iker Alacha and you give the mana. I'm not afraid to give the Mahachanami. Why don't we say that Kayach Hedyet shouldn't be more Chama than Hektish? And if this was the same situation with a Hedyet, so Luchaira, it would be Masayim. So why by Hektish is it mana? So the Gemara says that although it's true, if the person would want to back out in this situation, he would have the right to back out. Again, where the person was Padre B'mana, and by the time he did Mashiach, it was Messiah. So the Meicher got a, a mana, and now it's worth Messiah. If he wants to back out, he can back out. Because until you do Mashiach, the transaction has not been consummated. They didn't close yet. But at the same time, if the head you would back out isn't nothing, it's not nothing. This person is going to get the Einish known as Mishapara. And what's the Einish of Mishapara? Mishapara Midara Mabul is a very, very serious Einish that the person gets. It's a claw. So, from a Chayshemish, but standpoint, if he wants to back out, he can back out. But really, he's not supposed to back out. And because he's not supposed to back out, so it comes out that even if this was a Hegetiger transaction, really the dollar amount should be a mana. And being that that's the case, we don't say, well, yeah, hey, and allow Hektish to back out. 
Hektish says that being that if this was a hedyet, the Misha Potter thing to do would be to leave it at a mana, I'm going to leave it by a mana. And therefore, in this case, the din of hedyet and the din of Hektish is actually going to be the same exhale. So just as it relates to raid on today's daf, going back to the earlier part of the daf. So again, the daf is really made up of three parts. The first part of the daf was Gilgul Shvur. The second part of the daf discussed Chalipin. And the third part of the daf discussed the halacha of Kenyan Kesef specifically as it relates to Hektesh. But in the course of the first part of the daf, the Gemara quoted a very interesting b'raisa. Ha'koyre l'chaveiro evet yehi benidoi. Mamzer soifek esar boim. Rosha yoyret imoy l'chaev. This b'raisa is interesting, but it's also interesting in light of raid that we've spoken about many, many times, specifically related to the sugya of Makas Martus. I think it's Gedai to speak out two short ha'aris and then digress a little bit into Nyana Diyayim. So we're familiar with the concept of Makas Martus. What's Makas Martus? Midai Raisa. There are certain averis that a person could do for which he's going to be Chayev Malkus. It has to be a loisase. And even then, it has to conform with all the Mishpatei HaMalkus. It has to be a lav sheyesh b'maisa. It can't be a lav sheyesh It can't be a lav that's nitin lazarus misas bezden. Right? There's a whole bunch of dinim that govern when a person gets malchus. But high level, if a person's over a loisa seimidairaisa, as long as it checks off all the boxes, this person is going to get malchus. The Rabbanon created an equivalent thereof. And that is, that if a person is going to be over, not an isidairaisa, but an isidirabbanon, the Allah is, he too could get malchus. That Malchus has a different name. That Malchus is known as Makas Mardus. Now, to be clear, Makas Mardus, one can get even for being over an Isidairaisa. So, for example, if somebody is over a by Maisa, you get Makas Mardus. If someone's over a Lavshain if someone's Mavatal and Aseh, Madach, you get Makas Mardus for being over an Isidarabonon, you would think you certainly should get Makas Mardus for being over an Isidairaisa, for which. There's no Malchus Deiraisa. But that's not our shmuz right now. What we need to know is that if a person's over and this is the Rabbanon, there is an idea that this person's Chai of Malchus. Not Malchus Deiraisa, Malchus Mardus. Malchus Mardus is not as Chomer as Malchus Deiraisa for several reasons. But the bottom line is this person could be Chai of Malchus Mardus. Here's the question. When Bezdin gave Malchus Mardus, how many Hakois did they give? At first glance, it would seem to be a Mephorish Gemara. Gemara in Ksubis, Da Pevava Medalev. The Gemara there is discussing the number. The number 40, or 39 Malchus that a person gets if he's Chayav Malchus. Says the Gemara, But Medvar Mamurim, what is this true? That's if a person was over a Loisase. But what would be if a person says, I don't want to sit in a sukkah, or I don't want to do a certain mitzvah. So but their Bezdin has a right to enter, and they can beat him up, literally, they can literally hit him to the point where he's going to be beaten to a pulp. Mamish, they can kill him. But the bottom line is, they have a right to go ahead and hit him. And this Gemara serves as really the starting point for this Shmuz, and that is Makas Mardus, which is L'churu, what those Hakoyas are, Right? Any time the Rabbanon are hitting someone, it's Makas Mardus. Seems to not have a shear. To the contrary, <laughs> stating that, Toysus and Masechtis Nazar, Tavchof Amadei says, Nistapak, I have a soft. Could be the only time 
Malchus Mardus could be Achetetse Nafshoi, is if Bezin's giving Malchus to prevent someone from doing something wrong. However, if Bezin is punishing someone on the other, Bezin's punishing someone for something that he did, albeit in Issa the Rabbanon, it could be in that case, the amount of Malchus would be limited and the limit would be to 39. And the reason is because L'chayre, it's not Mestabra, says Toysvis, that the Rabbanon should have a right to hit a person more than the Torah sanctioned you to hit a person if he's Chayim Malchus Teirais. And Madach Malchus Teirais is Abraham Chasarachas. I think it has to be that Malchus Mardus is Abraham Chasarachas. And even though Malchus Mardus and Malchus Teirais are not the same thing. But Toysvis says, call the Tikkun Rabbanon, came Teirais the Tikkun. And it's just not Mestabra that if there's a number, it could be more than 39. It's a different Indian. That's preventative. But if we're dealing with a guy did an Aveira, he ate Basavachal of Dairaisa, it's going to be 39 Malchus. Basavachal of it's going to be 52. It's not, it doesn't make sense. So says Tarek, or maybe not. And maybe that serves as the source. That's the Makar. That's always the way it is. So Tarek says, in the Stapak, you have a Sophic. I'm not sure what the Allah. And Tarek supplies with a Sophic. Doesn't know. Doesn't know. Unresolved. This that Toysvis was not sure about, where someone's getting Makas Maradis for doing an Isser, is there a limit to 39, or maybe it's Achetetse Nafshit, like you find elsewhere, was Pashit to other Rishayim. The Rashba in a Tshuva, this is a Chelek Dalid, it's him in Reish Samach Dalid. He was asked an interesting question. We just learned the Gemara. The Gemara says that Rab used to give Malchus, someone that's Makadish Babia, someone that's Moisa Moida Agita, right? There were certain things that Rab felt were very, very wrong, and he would give Malchus. Kamuvin, the Malchus that Rab gave was Malchus Maradis. It wasn't Malchus of the Torah. Someone's Makadish Babia is not being over in Isidaira. But what he used to do was he would give Malchus Maradis. So the Shoyal asked the Rajba the following questions. Number one, in who must be a day Could a Bezdin today enforce Rav's Mangit? If Bezdin wanted to give somebody Malkus today, is that something Bezdin has a right to do? Second question he asked was, then who chayev Malkus miyad, afalgaf, deloy nofik mine? We'll skip that. And not just says, there are sheer, there are a limit of how much. Bezdin has a right to hit a person. So says the Rajba Chuva. He says, I'm gonna respond. He says, You want to know if Bezdin has a right to give Malchus today? 100 percent I've seen it. He says, No question, Bezdin could do what they do. He says, I know of a story where Bezdin chopped off a person's limb. Bezdin could do this. Whatever right Rav had to do, what he did, nothing's changed since Rav's time. And as a result, if somebody wants to do this today, Bezdin would have every right to do it. And he says, Regarding your question, you wanted to know how many Malchus, if Rav was mangit, how many times would Rav have a right to schmeiss this person? He says, It's passionate. You want to know what it would be? It would be 40 times or 39. Why? The Chol Mai De Tikkun Ke'en Da'irai So Tikkun. Zok De Rajbo, and I'll prove it to you. I'm skipping. Ubehed Ya Amro, it's a Mephurish Gemara. Hakoyro Lechadeiro Yeved, the Gemara says. And where's this Gemara? In Mesech Tis Kedush and Davchov Chesam and Aleph, Yehei Benidoi. 
Mamzer, what if somebody calls somebody a Mamzer? Soifik is Arbon. He gets Malkus. How many Malkus does he get? Arbon. If somebody calls his friend a Mamzer, he's over in this day, Raisa. That's no Lavshe Yesh by Maisa. Of course not. What is it? It's Makas Martus. And what's the number? Arbon. So it says, the Rajba Afa Pishazain, we look at Vartoira, Ella Makas Martus with the Rabban. And still you see, what's the number? It's 40. So look to Rajba, it's a Mafurish Gemara. It's a Mafurish Gemara that Makas Martus has a limit, and the limit is it can't be more than 39. So the Rajba says, it's Klar and Achuva, it's Mafurish, you can do it nowadays. Don't try this at home. But the bottom line is, there's a musik of Makas Mardis, and that Indian of Makas Mardis is, it has a limit of, of 39. The Rambam, in Hilchas Chometz Matzah, this is in Perik Vav, Halacha Yud Beis, says the Rambam, Asru Chachomim Lechom Matzah Erev Pesach. It's also for a person to eat Matzah on Erev Pesach. Why? Because we want that when a person eats the matzah at night, he should eat a little teyofer. If somebody's over this isid rabbanon, he eats matzah and erev pesach, makin oisoy makas mardozok the rambam achetetzei nafshoi. The rambam is discussing an isid rabbanon, an isid to eat matzah and erev pesach. And the rambam says he gets makas mardus. It's not a chiddush, you get makas mardus. Everybody knows that. But the rambam says, how many makas mardus do you get? It's achetetzei nafshoi. The Rambam in Hilchas Mamrim. This is in Perakeh Alochet Hezvah. So the Rambam over there is discussing the Issa for a person to be Maka of a V'imoy. Or for a person to be Makalul of a V'imoy. Says the Rambam. V'loy Person not let embarrass his parents. Shekala Mevaza Ovevoy Imoy. Afilu B'dvarim. Afilu B'remiza. Hareza Bechlal Orer Mipi Agvura. Shenema Orer Makla Ovevoy Imoy. If somebody's mavaz his parents, peasant should hit him, makas mardus, and do whatever they want to him. Again, it sounds like from the Rambam, and brisk they make this diak, that the Rambam holds that there's no shit, there's no gvul to makas mardus, even if you're hitting someone for something that he already did. In other words, toysfis in Nazir Chafam the days was besop, he wasn't sure. I don't know. I know there's an Indian of Achetet Zainafshu. Maybe that's only preventative. But if it's for something that you already did, L'chayr, call the Tikkun Rabbanu, came there, I said Tikkun. It's not mistaken that the Rabbanu should be more chamer. Ma'adin estapke le'ilu toisnes, pshito le'ilu harajbe varambam, each one on the other side. The Rajbe and the Truva said, it's poshit to me that it would be Malkus Abam. And the Rambam seems to take the other position, that even for Yisurim, that are not Malkus Tigi Yisurim, such as someone that eats Matzah Erev Pesach, or somebody that's Mavaza of Avimoy, that the Malkus is going to be Makas Mardus, and the Makas Mardus, even though it's for a Dova Sheba Ovar, is going to be at Shetetze Nafshe. The Kasha is the Rash Vadam Fursha Gemara. The Gemara says that if somebody calls his friend a Mamzer, he's like a Sarban. How could the Rashba go, or how could Toysis be unsure, and the Rambam take the other side of this? Discussion, it seems to be a Mephorish Gemara. But the MS is, the Territ is Pasha. Because if you take a look at Toysvis, Toysvis himself, in our Sugi Babar and Diskasha, Toysvis says that what's the reason that if someone calls his friend an Eved, he's Benidoi, or what we need is, if someone calls his friend a Mamzer, he gets Malkus. So, Toysvis, Mamzer. Who Oymer, what he's saying is, Shnechaveri over Belaf. You're saying, you know, your friend is married, he has a family, a shayna mishpucha, and now all of a sudden you wake up one day, you say he's a mamzer. If he's a mamzer, he's been going over the Isidai Raisa, his family, of Loyove Mamzer Bekal Hashem. Lefichach Soifekesar Boim, therefore he now gets Malkasar Boim, Kidin Oiver Balab, as if he himself 
would get what he wanted that person to get. This is like a kashazamam diga oinish. But the bottom line is, Taisvis gives a whole time at the crime, gives a whole reason why it is that this person is soifik is harban. In other words, Taisvis Shitase had a whole different shot in this Gemara. This Gemara is not your classic ma'avadis makas maradas. But there's a cheshbin over here. The cheshbin is, we're giving you mita connected mita. And as a result, this is not necessarily a riot to all makas maradas. Makas maradas maybe could be achatayt zainafsh, like the Rambam Shit, like I said, it's that. I in this Gemara, the Rajbis Grace Raya, Taisvis had a different mahalak, had to learn this Gemara. And because Tosfos had a different mahalach of how to learn this Gemara, so it's for that reason Tosfos held that you can't prove anything from this Gemara over here. We're going to skip the second aura and we're going to jump to the digression. So the digression, which would have flown a little better had we done the second aura, is as follows. So last week I had the schus to meet Reb Uri Tiger who is a, a tremendous guy in Bechabesvarim, who lives in Eretzisrael, he's in America now, and I had the schuss to spend some time with him. Now, Raburi Tiger wrote a sefer that we've quoted many times in the Chabura, it's called the Doifke Betshufa. So it's a Mishnah Brura-style work on the Rambam and Hilchus Shufa, but he's written many such Sfarim on many Miktsayas, they're all Kedai to buy, but Raburi Tiger is also well known because he was Reb Chaim Kanievsky's proofreader, quote unquote. So he worked very, very closely with Reb Chaim for many, 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 many years. He has a tremendous yad in Reb Chaim's svarim, Uberoshim Derech Hamuna and Shaina Lachas, all the greatest svarim that Reb Chaim wrote. And he was very, very close to Reb Chaim. Mamish from the from the nonce dimension, that when he wrote his sefer Ludovke Betruva. So he gave it to Reb Chaim, for all that he did for Reb Chaim's farm. Reb Chaim wrote Karif to a thousand Hagaris on Reb Tiger's own Sefer, Lodayf Gei Betshuva. al one of the farm that he wrote is a Sefer called Kuntris HaTeva HaRuchni. And this Kuntris Teva Ruchni is also Mishnah Brewer style, or may we say Derech Amuna style, where it has a, a base, and on it you have the Biurim and you have the, the Pirish, Mamish, in that same exact signal. The topic is the idea of Teva Ruchni. So, what does Teva Ruchni even mean? So, interesting, he based the whole notion of Teva Ruchni on a Chsam Soifer. The Chsam Soifer is in Chsam Soifer Al it's in, in Parshas Beshalach. It's a long shtickle, but Ashinagela in Yoneinu, the Chsam Soifer quotes the Ramban, who says in many, many places, one of them is in Parshas Lachlacha, he talks about this idea that you find in the Torah, and the Teichacha, and all the brachas and the klolas, even in Kriyashma, that if you does a mitzvah, it brings bracha, and if you does an Avera, right? all the terrible things can happen. Says the Ramban that this idea, that you find that the fate of the Yid is totally in his Maisim Toivim, this is all miracles. Meaning it's all al derech Right? Just starting to read. V'tam lahasker atazei Hashem. Ki boye yasu hanisim anistarim letzadikim. Lahatsom imav esnafshom v'luchayosim berav v'luftoisim b'amuchamim b'day cherev. Kechol hanisim hanasim l'avram u'lo avos u'kechol abam b'tayr. Like all the miracles that you find in the Torah. B'parshas imbuchu koisai u'b'parshas v'ayikisavai. Right? Those are the two places in the Torah where you have the brachas and the klalos. Shekulam nisim hei. Because everything that you'll read in those parshas, these are all miracles. Ki ein menateva sheyavoyu hakshamim b'itan b'avdeinu alikim. 
There's nothing in the laws of nature that says that if a Yid Harav is learning, and right? there's no scientist in the world that's going to tell you that if a person works on the seventh year, that you should know that the, the heavens are going to be as dry as Barzal. Right? It doesn't make sense. All the promises that you find in the Torah, the Ebishter goes and he makes a miracle and he says that I know I created the world Bateva, but at the same time, for Klal Yisrael, Dela Mailam and Ateve, Mazel Yisrael, there's far the flum going on there. But the Ramban in one word says that all the Mishpatei Atayro, the Yehudei Atayro, the Brachas and the Klalis, these are all Nisan, these are all things that are not happening. Alpiderech Ateva. Kumtzigein Dechsam Soifer. And Dechsam Soifer says, I disagree. I disagree. This quote from the Chassam Seifer is not from the Shtigl right here. It's from one of the Joshes. He says, Avul Shemuni, listen to me, this Chassam Seifer talking. I go faked for Everyone knows the battles that the Chassam Seifer had to the Ramban. Kiyodua, right? But he says, I hold faked from the Ramban. I hold that that's not the way it is. Rather, the Abish that created a world with Teva. However, yes, this Teva that we understand, and then there's the Teva that we don't understand. But even the things that we can't necessarily put our fingers on, and scientists maybe can prove empirically, but at the same time, it works with Teva. If a person is Mechal Shabbos, it does something to his Metzius, to his Guf, that makes him now vulnerable to Misas Karis. And if somebody eats on Yom Kippur or eats Chomets on Pesach, the same exact thing happens. These are all in Yonim of Teva. I'll just read it a little bit inside. He says, the Ramban says that Kol says, However, I say, it's not true. The reason we would think this is because we are lacking in our knowledge of how Teva really works. And if the Ebeshtu would reveal to us Sisri Teva, we would know Ech Beteva Nochenu Miyushav how all these things work. Everything works with Teva. We just are limited in terms of our scope and our understanding. The Ramban said this Teva, and then this the Yehudi Atayra. Zok the Chsam Soifa, and I Oymre Behepoch. I don't care. I hold that all the Yehudi Atayra Work with, work with a teva as well. It's a chiddush, and that's what the Chassam Soifer says. Oh, but the emes is that the idea that mishpatei atayra work with a teva he brings from kama v'kama v'kama svarim. The, the scope of all the marmakoyimus that he brings is mamash nifladim uberoishon. This is interesting. The litvish of musar. They all talked about this. Rabbi Chatzkel and Rebbe Lapian and and mamish doubters. The chule the All the greatest rishivas. They Bali musar. They all spoke about this very very much at length. And that is, and this is the the punchline that we need to get to, that the way the ruchnius digabria works is it works with a with natural laws. Just like the physical world works with natural laws. So we have a, a world of nature. There's 
physics and this chemistry and this biology and there's Newton's law of this and Newton's law of that, right? That's sort of the way the world works. On a ruchniistic level, on a spiritual level, it's the same thing. If a person eats chazer, so he deserves an oinish. And one day, if he doesn't do tshuva, he's going to have a problem, right? What's the gather of that oinish? The gather is that the Eivishter says, you did this, and I'm going to come now, and let me punish you, or let me decide what I want to do. It's not the way it works, say the Bali Musar. The Bali Musar will say, that the way it works is the Eivishter created a teva. There's a teva. If somebody eats poison, so Pshad is there's someone standing and he's going to make a, a rational decision. He just ate this poison. As a result, I want this and this to happen to him. No, he poisoned. The teva of poison is not good, right? So if a person eats chazer, he ate spiritual poison. And as a result, his neshama, his ruchnius is going to be impacted. It's a fact. It's a metzias. It works b'derech teva, Not teva gashmi, but teva ruchni. And that's the way the whole Torah works. All the dine Torah, somebody gets pekas, chachmasa mistalekes mimenu. That's the teva ruchni. That is the ruchni is the teva. That's the metzias advar. Someone gets pekas, this is what happens. And the emiss is, I was, I was talking to Raburi, he told me the reason he wrote the Sefer is because when you understand these clog of teva ruchni, when you understand how this works, it allows you to be mamchish, much better what's going on. It's an incredible thing. It's all things that we already know, but it puts it in clolim in form, and it's masadrin in a way where you can feel it. It's scary, but you can touch it. There is a whole ruchniyas digateva. There's the gashmiyas digateva, and then there's the ruchniyas digateva. And these two things, they work. He said that, that even the teva gashmi is impacted by your meiser ruchni. The Rabban didn't hear that. But let's right now. There's a Ruchniyas Tiga world that runs side by side with the Gashmiyas Tiga world and everything in that world works There's no Oinshin. It's not the way it works. A person's going up to Shammai and there's going to be Oinshin. That's not the Gedadvarim. It's not going to be Oinshin but the way it's going to work is that there's going to be a, 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 a there's a Teva. So a person, you take care of yourself, you're going to feel a certain way. You don't take care of yourself, you're going to feel another way. Shemai, you took care of your neshama, your neshama is going to feel a certain way. And if it didn't take care of itself, then the neshama is going to feel another way. It's, it's all a mitzias. One of the gedolim that spoke a lot about this in his farm is the Nitziv. The Nitziv throughout his farm. I mean, brings 10 different places. I looked them up. He says it again and again and again. He says, the Gemara says, Kodesh Baruch Hu vachwen yevachrim Right? It's a funny lotion. If someone says is a veteran, so his stomach is going to... What does that even mean? So the, the Nitziv says, Chazal, we're trying to say, that imagine a person says, I'm going to eat something, but I'm a vater, or someone's going to be a vater, that even though I eat this food, I don't know, the calories are not going to affect me. I'm going to eat something, and I'm not going to get reflux. It doesn't work that way. It, it, it's, there's no such metzias. Kaloim HaKadosh Baruch Hu Vatran is the same thing. The Abish is a vatran, it's a mitzias. It's a teveruchni. This is the way the world works. What do you want to do? There's nothing to be mavatar. It's not a sugi of being mavatar. Mavatar is the taich. I did this, and now you're standing in front of the melech, and the melech has to decide what to do. Okay, the melech is mavatar. That's the point of the marshal. The point is, is that if you I have a situation where someone's deciding and opining beside that. We could talk about Vitor. But what's happening is, is a teveruchni, it's a mitzias. The Matthias is that there has to be an Einish. 
you created some something in that world that has just a quid pro quo. It's just a cause and effect. Just like you have cause and you can take every principle, literally, take any principle that you have in the Olama and the Teva Gashmi and apply it to, to Teva Ruchni and it gives you a certain Amchasha that's mamish. It's Nifla in the Welt. I mentioned that the Nitziv talks about this in a bunch of places. One of the places he talks about it is in a Tshuva that we spoke about many, 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 many years ago. This is one of the greatest Tshuvas of all time where somebody sends a child to the Nitziv. This was a Shainagvir who had been traveling and he was going through a shtetl and they told him that in this place that you are right now you should know there's a big tzaddik he's a big uh, very pious person and you should go visit him so he goes into him and he visits him and they start having a conversation and this person needed money and he told him that you know if you give me a certain amount of ruble he mentions the number I think it was 22,000 ruble I'm willing to sell you my oil and so he said, you know, he's traveling now. He's not, he doesn't have all his uh, mizimin on him. But he had half of it. So he, made a, he gave him a down payment. He gave him half of it. And he says, you know, they worked out terms. I'm going to give you the balance. In the meantime, he goes home. And he tells Dailam what just happened. And he looked at him and said, you crazy. You bought this person's Dailam Abba. He says, I wouldn't touch his Dailam Abba. If he gave it to you for free, you don't want to have anything to do with this guy. Anyways, he goes over to this person and he says, I want my money back. He says, you want my money back? You owe me the other half. And there was a whole fight that broke out and he went to the Nitziv. And the Nitziv sits down and the Nitziv was asked to Shiloh. So the Nitziv, and this is classic, the Nitziv starts off like this. He says, Rachel's daughter, you know, this person, he tells him, you know, your reputation is that you're a shrewd businessman. I said, for an intelligent person, I mean, this is a pretty silly transaction. He said, the meicher proved, he says, any person that's willing to sell you his oil haba for a few dollars, you know you don't want his oil haba. He's mamish. This is what the Nitziv said. He's mamish. He did what Esav did. And the Torah says, He says, this is, this is mamish what he did. He mamish, he was mevaz, his own oil haba. You wouldn't want it. Then he gets into the lumbus. Could you sell your oil haba? Why is this different than your soch? It's a famous class. Classic, very, very, very important tshuva. But at the end of this tshuva, says the Nitziv, but I'll tell you another reason why this doesn't work. He says, you know why? You know why this doesn't work? It doesn't work because Hedes Chalva even work. What is Eilam Habba? He says, you know what Eilam Habba is? Eilam Habba is you come down to this world with a Nisham. And your Nishama lives just like your Guf lives. And your Nishama has its Teva just like your Guf has its Teva. And you take care of your neshama by doing mitzvahs and by learning taira. So your neshama is going to become a certain way. And if you abuse it, then it's going to look another way. And depending on what your neshama is, when it comes up to Shemayim, that's going to be its existence. And whole goof is Eilam Haba. Eilam Haba is having that neshama that comes about Teva Ruchni from doing taira mitzvahs. See, it has it possible to sell it? It doesn't make any sense. That's like saying, I'm going to go to the gym and you're going to, you know, get the benefit of the exercise. Can't have that. You can give somebody something, but this is a poshant cause and effect. There's no such way to do that. So it's said like this whole idea of selling Eilam There's no such mitzvah. He says, now, if you go, you help a person learn Torah. Good, so that's your avodah. But someone that already did Torah mitzvahs, he wants to sell it. It's his note, what he gave you, his neshama, it was a transplant, it doesn't make sense. It's in the world. In Teva Gashmi, you couldn't do something like that. So in Teva Ruchni, it doesn't make sense either. That's what the Ritziv told him. But there's another place where the Ritziv says this, you say, in that shtickle, and in some of the other pieces, it says the Ritziv, so what's Chufa? 
So what is tshuva? He says tshuva is part of the teva ruchne. If somebody Rahman son is not well, so he goes to the doctor. The doctor says because of this machla you need a treatment, you need a this, you need to take a medication. This is what you're going to need to do. The teva ruchne also has medication. This, the same exact mahalach as you have in the teva gashmi. And you know what? The treatment and the cure for alamachlas is when it comes to the teva ruchne. It's tshuva. And that's what it is, tshuva. A person can do tshuva, and when a person does tshuva, it takes that neshama, it's the medication, all of a sudden, this neshama that was in a, was in a funny situation, it's gesund, and it's healthy, and it feels good, and it looks good, because he took the refuah, he took the tshuva, he took the treatment, whatever it is that he needed. That's what tshuva is. Tshuva is something that works in the oilam of teva ruchni, just like an avera is mashchis in the world of of it's not some abstract thing. There's a, there's a certain amchosha here. This is the Matthias. This is the way it works. You're not feeling well? Okay, so you take this pill and you have 30 days, it's, you're going to feel better after. That's what Tshuva is. How goof is Tshuva? That is the Matthias of Tshuva. And he says that's how it works. It works poshit in a world of Tavaruchni. There's a concept where a person can do Tshuva. So, how do you do Tshuva? How do you do tshuva? So, the Rambam in Hilchus Tshuva, you can learn the Sefer, L'doif Gebet Tshuva, but I'll tell you a, a Dover Chodesh that I saw, I think this is Pashat Kedai, to say over, and we'll end with this, and that is, it's a very famous Sefer, it's called Maila Satayra, it was written by Rabbeinu Avram Achiagra, so the Vilna Goyen had a, a brother, whose name was Rabbeinu Avram, and he wrote a Sefer called Maila Satayra, and the Sefer is all about the, the Maila Satayra, that's what it is, this is a, uh, a classic sefer that's learned in yeshivas. It's from the very, very important Musasvarim. It talks all about the, the greatness of Torah. Just as a Hakdama, so the Baal Mailas HaTorah was one of the great tzaddikim of, of Lita. Ad Kach, the Vilna Goyen said on his brother, he said, my brother Rabbi Avram is a neshama on aguf. Neshama Beloy Guf. That's what the Goyen was made on his brother. And you read the Shiras V'sushbachis about Tachi Agra, it's Mamish Natchaich. You're not talking about a person. You're talking about a Malach. Mamish, Kipshuta. He said the Goyen was made on him. He said, Nishkat Ken Guf. Neshama Beloy Guf. He had a Rich Yomim. He lived with Diktuke Anias. They write on him that he didn't have one Shava Pruta of Hanaf from this world in all the years that he... But all he did was sit on Lintaira and Avoida and it was Mamish Natchaich in the Val. So he wrote a Sefer called Miles Satir. I was going through the Sefer recently and I opened up the Hakdama, right? You always find the best things in the Hakdama. I couldn't believe it. So, what's the Hakdama in the Sefer Maile Satayra? So, this is how he starts. Maile Satayra, Hakdama Sarava Mechabe Zechernel Levrach. Liyoyz Sheherachti Bebeyuri Ala Mishnah Ches Perigimel Duyuma Beinyone Viduyim. I was already Meirich in my Pirish Amishnayis. Mesech Tizuma Perigimel Mishnah Ches. Very, very much about Vidoy. And the reason I was Mayrich on that Mishnah is, Shekol Ikra Tshuva Nichla Mishnah, because all the laws of Tshuva are included in that Mishnah. Is therefore, I don't want to be Mayrich again about Tshuva. And Befratur Shainim already talk a lot about Tshuva. So it's for that reason, I don't want to be Mayrich about Tshuva. I'm going to tell you one hour about Tshuva. What does Tshuva have to do with the Sefer Milo Satayra? It's a power. The Hakdama to say for Miles Satayra is how you do Tshuva. This is Mamish Takdama. This was the Hakdama. It's Mamish like you're opening up a Shari Tshuva. 
I didn't know this. But I'll go put him that dumb is how you do chuvas. This is what he says. He says, you fight so much about chuva, but at the same time, I want you to understand. The ikr of chuva is It's learning Torah. Like I'm gonna explain inside the safer. Someone who's distant, he doesn't feel close to the Torah, he's distant from Kutchabiricho. Says the Balmailasa Torah. That ubefrat the doyres halalu. He says befrat in unzer doy shekol arichos agolus who machmas betul tayir rachman alusai. It's mavur in svarim that the arichos agolus. The reason we're still in galus and we weren't zoichi yet to beita achishena is because of all the betul tayir. They not galus miskanslis alav b'schosat tayir. He says the galus will all be miskanslis b'schosat tayir. Kedisa b'gemara kedusha bava basu davchesam et alav. That gemara that he's referring to is the gemara says quote itani kulu ata akapze. That if Klai Yisrael is going to learn the entire Torah, Hashem says, it's Avtocha, I'm going to be Mechabas to you now. You know, you used to quote this Gemara all the time, Ramei Shapiro. All his drushes, Ramei Shapiro used to quote that Gemara, Baba Basu Davches, as the inspiration for starting Dafyoimi. That everyone should be able to learn everything. Because Itani Kulu, Maisi, learn Dafyoimi, you, you go through all the, all the different Mesechtes. Itanu Kulu Ata Kapsing and the, the Kajagla of Hashem Yim Kamdamai, when he started his Mishnah Yom, and he continued on this, he used to quote this Gemara. Itanu Kulu Ata Kapsing. We have in the world who machmas pital Torah. Kamei shikasa b'zayir hakadosh ala pasuk nirpim atem nirpim. Gama Torah mechaperes hakol avoynes. He says Torah is mechaper for all the averes. Kamevur begemara ubezayir b'harbe mekoynes ubefrat b'dayros alol. He says for sure nowadays Asher has manim chalushei hadeyos umeanim no lekayim chuvas hamishkol. He says today if you're going to try to do chuva the way the yisoy cherish vavoyda and the shevet muser and the way the reishes chachma wants you to do chuva it'd be very very hard. I'll be sigufim. He says, I'll give you an example. For one meisel letzonis, you have to fast 120 tanesim. For one time they ever got the cast, 151 tanesim. You one time said one word of Advar Chayl and Beis Aknesis, 40 days of tanesim. Says the Mael Satorim, Yichi HaOdom Elof Shonim Pamayim. If you live 2,000 years, so what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? So he says, there's one thing you're supposed to do. You know, when you do Shuva today and Tavshin pay Gimel coming into Tavshin pay Dalar, what you need to do is you have to learn Torah. That Rizal already was Megala, that all the Sigufim that you find, they, those were for the Rishonim. It's to try to learn as much Torah as you possibly can learn. He says, you want to know what you're supposed to do? That's what you're supposed to do. Today, a person's supposed to learn Torah, and when you learn Torah, that's going to be your tshuva. See, he fears us. The last paragraph. says, that's why I sat down. This was a tshuva sefer. This was mamish and elu sefer. He said, I sat down to write the sefer my Torah. The reason I wrote this was, 
purpose was It's to be of a person to the Torah. Because if a person's going to learn Torah, that is going to be the Tshuva Shlema. It's going to lead him to it. And that in of itself is a nice Tshuva. So how do you do Tshuva? The Messiah that we have is, is through learning Torah. That he learns Torah. And he learns more Torah, he learns more Torah. So he said, Torah, it's mamish, kilo hikrif, oilo, kilo hikrif, chatas, kilo hikrif, mincha. That's tshuva. Tshuva in the world of Teva Ruchni, it changes the whole neshama. The neshama has an under upon him. When a person learns Torah, it's not going to be zoicha to do tshuva shleim.